Welcome to the Uprooting Your Thoughts podcast, and I'm your host, Joy Rossignol. It is time to take control of your thoughts, and in this podcast, I will help you do exactly that. No more having your negative thoughts rob you of friendships, love, a healthy sex life, your dreams, or even just having peace. Remember, you are powerful, not powerless, and you deserve to live a life of wholeness and freedom. Let's go after it together. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first ever Uprooting Your Thoughts podcast. I am so excited this is finally out there, that I finally recorded, that I finally was bold enough to hit record and get this going. This has been in the works for a very long time, and as you will hear more on that later on in this episode, but I'm just really excited to finally get this out here, um, to finally be bold enough to be obedient to what God has put in my heart and... um, yeah, hopefully this is helpful for to, for somebody who listens to this. That's my heart for this. Whoever is listening on here, that this is something that actually like touches your heart, that stirs something in there that actually needs to be uprooted, um, and that this really gives you a way to uproot those thoughts, create new ones that are actually helpful for you, and um, to have a life that's full of more peace and wholeness and freedom. That is my heart, and I'm hoping that this actually does a job. Um, at first I wanted to do just a little introduction of who I am, who's the girl behind the microphone and yeah, just a little introduction. So my name is Joy Rossignol. I, um, the Rossignol is French from my husband who's Belgian. Um, I am a first generation Nigerian American. I am obsessed with all things traveling and food. We're huge travelers, huge foodies. Um, and I'm also a new lover of anime, fun fact. Um, that is been just kind of my life, especially I felt like with quarantine, um, the last, I feel like couple of years, um, I've realized just my obsession with those two things like traveling and food and the need to get out and just explore new places and see the world and explore different cultures and just really diving into something that's new it's it's something that's just so stimulating for my brain and for my heart and i make it a priority in my life as much as we can um i'm also licensed in marriage and family therapy i have a master's in marriage family therapy and i'm currently in the process of getting completely licensed as a therapist so that has been my journey for the last couple of years um but most importantly i am i've am so passionate about connecting to people's hearts and really um, helping people be vulnerable and have conversations full of depth. That's something, if you know me, that's just like the biggest thing that I do for having conversations. I really cannot do shallow surfacey conversations. It just, I, I can't, I have to have some sort of depth if you're going to be somebody who's going to be in my life. And as you'll see in this podcast, that is just who I am. We will be having conversations of depth. We will be having conversations um, that really get your heart stirring, that um, you might cry on here. I will probably cry on here. Um, I'm, I feel like I believe, something I believe so strongly is vulnerability really leads to connection. And you can't really know somebody if you don't really connect to their heart. And you'll get to know my heart so much on this podcast. So I'm really excited to share more about who I am and you'll hear more of me and more of my story as time goes on as well. Um, But today, something that's been stirring on my heart is perfectionism. And I think this really relates to 
how this podcast was getting launched in the first place and why I delayed so long to get this going. I, something for me, something I've just growing up, this has just been a belief in my life that I have to be perfect in order to be accepted, in order to be loved. Um, there's just been a lie that I believed for a very long time that if I'm not perfect, then people won't like me. Um, if I'm not perfect, then I won't be accepted or loved by family or people that I meet or anything. Um, so that looked like in my life, getting the perfect grades, um, being the quote unquote perfect Christian, which doesn't even make sense, especially if you know the gospel, um, being the perfect girlfriend, being the perfect friend, doing anything that I can in order to be perfect, which would really burn me up because if I wasn't always on my A game, that mean that meant to me that I was failing, which meant that I always had to give 100% all the time, even if I wasn't feeling 100%. Um, for those of you who are relating to this, you understand that that was very tiring. I always felt like I was never, in reality, um, hitting the standard that I was putting myself because it was impossible to reach. It was impossible to always be perfect. Um, and even as I was doing this podcast, it's just something that um, I have to be very aware of now. The enemy will always try to put in my mind that if this is not perfect, then people aren't going to listen to this. If this isn't perfect, then this is not going to do well. This is not going to be successful. This is not going to do the things that you're wanting it to do or whatever. Um, and it really can just play in my head just the fact of, oh my gosh, like I have to, I, this has to be perfect, which could look like recording this a hundred million times. However, I will not be doing that anymore. I will not be doing that, especially on this podcast, because this podcast is called Uprooting Your Thoughts. And as much as I will be giving you tools and, um, helpful, helpful things that'll be helpful for you to uproot your thoughts, I will also be doing this real time for myself. Like this is a reminder, not only for those who are listening, but for myself of how important it is to uproot your thoughts. And if you're not aware of what you're thinking about, you will just be going like playing with emotions, always high, on high alert, always in anxiety, always in like feeling like you have to be doing all these things. But if you just realize where the root of the lie is coming from, you can cancel out the lie, replace it with truth and actually live life freely. And so for me, like I said, the lie that I was believing was I have to be perfect. I have to be perfect in order to be accepted. And what this looks like for this is this needs to be perfect, have no mistakes, exactly what I'm wanting to say the 100% of the time. And if not, I need to delete it and start over again. But if I do that, I will literally be in this closet for 100 hours and I will not be doing that because that's not what people actually want. People really are wanting in looking for realness and authenticity and vulnerability. And I don't feel like that's always portrayed in this world as much as it should be. People feel the need to filter their photos, filter um, their lingo, filter what they're saying and really filter their hearts in order for them to feel like that's the way that people will accept them. But if we're actually honest with ourselves and if we're constantly doing that, we're really suppressing parts of our hearts that are being locked up inside of us. And that is honestly, that's a shame to yourself. You know, that's a, that's a, not a shame. What am I trying to say? That is a disservice to yourself and a disservice to your own heart. Feeling the need to have to be perfect all the time 
is so exhausting and is so draining. And it's a standard that literally is unreachable. And so you'll live your life so disappointed and so dissatisfied if you feel like that's how you have to live your life. Um, something for me is trying to find the balance between excellence and perfectionism. Of course, I want things to be excellent because it's a, it's a value of mine. It's a core value of mine. I believe that I want, like I, I represent a, an incredible God, a, a perfect God, and I want to represent him well. And I do believe that he is excellent, right? And so for me, I want to be able to portray, to put out things that are excellent, put out things that actually have been thought out and um, crafted and just really strategized in a way that's actually helpful, right? And if this is so messy and all over the place, it's going to be hard to follow. It's going to be hard to listen to. However, it doesn't mean that it needs to be so perfect to the point where it brings stress and it brings anxiety and it brings you know, shame if I don't actually reach the, reach the standards. That's the difference. You have to know what's actually, how it's feeling in your body. If you're coming from a place of excellence, it's going to be like, okay, of course, I'm determined to make this, to, to do this well. I'm determined to um, make this an incredible podcast. But it's coming from a place of like motivation. I'm feeling like uplifted. I'm feeling excitement. But if I'm coming from a place of perfectionism, I'm automatically feeling stress. I'm feeling tight in my body. I'm feeling scared that if I don't do this well, that I'm going to be a failure. And if I'm a failure, then people aren't going to like me. People aren't going to like me that I'm not likable. Like it really, it triggers something that's already in my belief system that I have, I'm continuing to uproot and continuing to no longer listen to. Um, the thought and the belief that I am unlovable. And in order for me to be lovable, I have to be perfect, right? But if you're aware of where the root and the lie is, like the deep root that you're believing, that's the work that we begin to do. When we're able to actually know what's coming up, where it's coming from, the deep-rooted lie that most people may not know. And if you're not aware of it, then you're not going to really understand why you're constantly feeling the need to be perfect, why you're constantly feeling the need to stress yourself out and be overworked and overwhelmed. If you're not realizing that, oh, wow, I'm actually believing the lie that if I'm not perfect, then I'm not lovable. And I already believe I'm not lovable. So I'm trying to constantly fight this this belief that I have about myself in order to feel like I'm good enough, right? Um, and so this is kind of just like the walkthrough of how it looks like in my life and how it has looked in my life in the past and something I'm that's still there, right? But I'm still, I'm trying to move past that is that lie, that lie of being unlovable. And I think that really has come for me Come, like I said, I'm a first-generation Nigerian-American, also a really um, strong believer of Jesus. And I think those two aspects of my life, in the beginning, were taught to me in a way that perfectionism was the standard, right? And I think a lot of the times when we're in a place where, unfortunately, sometimes church can preach religion rather than pre preaching the gospel, which is really misfortunate because it's not actually Jesus. Um, we're taught in a sense that this is the standard you're supposed to live by. And if you're not living by that, then you're supposed to feel guilty and you're supposed to feel shame and all the things. Um, I'm thankful that that's not the church I'm in now. I'm in a church where that's not preached. It's actually, um, the gospel is actually preached fully. But if you already have a tendency to believe perfectionism, that can really take root in your life. It can take root. And if you feel like, well, I didn't get as much affirmation when I didn't when I got a B. But when I got an A, I got all the praise. I got all that for my admiration for my family, for my parents, right? And so if I'm not getting that, that means 
I, you decipher that as, so perfectionism means I get praise. That means I get love. That means I get acceptance from my family. It means I get acceptance from people around me, acceptance from my teachers, acceptance from whatever. I get recognition. Um, it, it, it starts to, it just starts to subconsciously be how you respond to things. Okay. When I'm, when I'm doing this, people respond like this. When I'm not doing that, people don't respond in that way. And I'm really craving people's attention and um, affection and affirmation and love and value and all the things. And so the only way for me to get that is being perfect. However, we have to realize that that's actually false. If you aren't believing that that's actually a lie, then that's something you will be living by for the rest of your life. And what a stressful life to live. But if you are realizing that's actually a lie then you you can take a step back and be like, okay, I notice when I'm actually acting towards perfectionism. I don't want to live that way. So how do I exchange that for truth? And that's where the work that we'll be doing together comes in as well. Believing the fact that I am still accepted, that I'm still valued, that I'm still loved, despite me being perfect. That's the truth. Even if it doesn't feel real at first, that's the truth that you have to get sunk into your heart, into your spirit of, I'm allowed to be myself and people will still accept me. Even if I make a mistake, that doesn't mean I'm any less than, that doesn't mean I'm any, anything that's not lovable, that I'm not lovable, all these things. Like I don't have to be perfect in order for me to feel like I'm, I'm loved. I'm loved because I'm me. I'm loved because I show up. I'm loved and I'm good enough, even if it's not perfect. It's, it's okay if it's messy. It's okay if it's raw. It's okay if it's, if it's all the things, right? I'm saying this because I think perfectionism is something that a lot of us deal with. A lot of us, um, yeah, we'll say struggle with. And it's something that we kind of just like, oh, it's fine. I'm a perfectionist and move on. But you don't have to live a life of anxiety. You don't have to live a life that is causing you so much stress and causing you to become so overwhelmed that you want to cry or throw up or um, like never start anything because you think everything has to be perfect. If you, if, if you want things to be perfect, you'll never actually take a step towards anything because perfectionists will keep you, will get in the way of you doing literally anything in your life. If you being in a relationship with you making friendships with you, starting a new project with you doing anything creative, perfectionism gets in the way so much because we feel the need to have everything be the way that we feel like it needs to be and whether it's right the way that you think it should be the way that we think it has to be and in reality people are just wanting you just to show up people are just wanting you just to be you and i think you need to be able to understand the value that you hold when you're just showing up and being you and not feeling like you have to be perfect all the time because a lot of the fears that we believe the thoughts can be coming from our mind but the fear is coming from our heart from past situations where we felt when we weren't perfect this was a result and we believed, we subconsciously started believing that perfectionism meant this. If we aren't perfect, this means this for your life. And so for you, it may not be the same way for me. For me, like I said, perfectionism for me, if I wasn't perfect, meant that I wasn't lovable. But for you, it might be something completely different. And I think it's very important for you to, to write down what is the root lie that you're believing about yourself when it comes to perfectionism. When you're thinking about you needing to be perfect, what is the opposite end of what happens when you're not perfect? Write that down and actually see where that's coming from. See where that lie actually started taking root in your life. You may not actually know maybe the exact moment, but you'll begin to see kind of how that's played out in your life so often. 
and then see how that's actually been serving you. If you write that down and actually process and see what how perfectionism has been serving you, you'll be able to see like and like very clearly it has been serving you zero. <laughs> it hasn't helped you at all. It actually probably has caused you more negative things rather than positive things. Now that you know you're actually bringing the thought to your conscious mind, you have the power to change it. And so I'm hoping that this episode at least helped you have some practicality in how to uproot that lie of perfectionism and having that not take root in your life any longer. You are perfectly imperfect and you are allowed to show up exactly as you are and the people who are supposed to be in your life will be in your life no matter what you bring at them. There's no need to be perfect. No one has told you you had to be perfect and that is not anything at all that the people who matter in your life are wanting in your life. And so if you're feeling that release, I'm just wanting you just to take a deep breath and just believing that, actually taking taking truth of what I'm saying right now of perfectionism no longer has to be part of your life and you no longer have to take it as something that is truth in your life. You are you are incredible just the way that you are and you're an incredible worker, you're an incredible wife, you're an incredible girlfriend, you're an incredible friend, you're an incredible daughter just as you are and no one is needing perfectionism out of you. Um, so if this episode was helpful at all in any way, please let me know. DM me. I will link my Instagram on the bottom of this because I want, I actually want to hear from you. Um, my, I'll link my Instagram. I'll link my um, email as well. Um, but like this, ep- like the podcast, like this episode, share, subscribe, because we'll be getting more of this. This is the introduction, but I will be talking about a lot more topics that um, I feel really hits a lot of us um, and how this shows up and actually takes effect in every area of your life. These lies that we believe, they actually affect every single area of our life and we have the power to change them now. So um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of this journey um, and just listening to the words I have to say. I really, really appreciate it. I love all of you so much. Um, and like I said, um, rate this podcast, like this podcast, comment on this podcast, um, share this podcast for anybody you feel like this would actually be beneficial for. And, um, I thank you so much and I will see you, um, next week on our next episode. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And I would love to hear from you. It truly blesses my heart to know that you are listening and enjoying the show. So if you like this episode, take a screenshot, share on Instagram, and let me know any takeaways or quotes you resonated with from this episode. Make sure to tag me as well, at Joy Rossignol, R-O-S-S-I-G-N-O-L. This helps me know that what I'm saying is actually helpful and helps me know more of what I should be talking about. Can't wait to hear from you, friends.